Hey guys, Pastor Travis here from Unity Church Magnolia. We are excited that you chose to listen to this podcast. We pray that it will bring you hope, peace, and encouragement for your journey with Christ. God bless you as you listen. We've been speaking a message uh, this month entitled The Carol of Christmas. And we've been using some scripture verses and tying them together with Christmas songs that's going to help us sing here in just a few moments. But the first one is Psalm chapter 17, verse 7, that says, Show me the wonders of your great love. You who say by your right hand those who take refuge from their foes. And we know that this song is tied to joy to the world. Joy. Isaiah 7, 14 says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Father, we are thankful that you sent your son, Emmanuel, to save not only Israel, but God, to save the entire world through him. In Jesus' name.
morning. With a verse from Psalms 33, verse 1. This says, sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. Now, you probably will need a little hint for this one. And, uh, and it goes something like this. Susan, can you hit that? Fa, la, 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 la. Does anybody know the song? Deck the halls, deck the halls. All right, could you help us sing that this morning? You ready? I know this isn't in the hymnal. But how many knows that God wants to spread some joy in Christmas? Can somebody say amen? All right, you ready? Deck the halls with Come on, give him a hand this morning. <laughs> you guys can be seated. You guys can be seated this morning. Did you enjoy the choir this morning? Amen. Amen. We really had a blast uh, putting that together with these guys, such talented singers. Uh, we did not open that up to the entire church because we weren't real sure how that was going to go the first year. So, I think it went tremendous, and we will do that again and give those who uh, would like to uh, do that the opportunity next year. Amen. So Psalm 33, verse 1 says, Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. How many of you know that it is fitting for you as a Christian to sing joyfully to the Lord and to praise his name? And you may be saying, man, I can't sing a lick. But you can lift up a joyful noise, and you can lift up a sound that praises the name of the Lord. Because how many of you know he is worthy to be praised? Psalm 47.1 says this, clap your hands. Can we practice that this morning? <laughs> clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. Can somebody lift up a shout of praise? Isaiah 9.3 says this, You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. I believe that God is wanting to increase somebody's joy this morning. They rejoice because you, as people, rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. I believe that the people of God should have something to rejoice about. How many of you believe that God wants to bless you? Yeah, God wants to prosper you. You know, we sing that song, Feliz uh, Navidad, right? And so I always say it like I'm from somewhere else. I don't know. Feliz Navidad. You know, God wants to give you a prosperous new year. Can somebody say amen? And we, listen, that's our prayer for you is that God will give you something that, man, is going to make you shout. You know, it's, God's going to give you something that's going to make you want to rejoice in him. Romans 15, 13 says this, May the God of hope fill you with all joy. I love that. May the God of hope fill you with all joy. I believe God wants you to be full of joy. 
full of joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Man, I believe that God is want to make you overflow with joy and hope and peace this Christmas. Can somebody say amen? You see, we talk about Christmas being, being the time that we celebrate when Jesus was born of a virgin and laid in a manger. And, and we talk about that scene so many times in the nativity scene and different things. And, and a lot of times we talk about him like he was the greatest gift ever given. But here's the fact of the matter is that that same gift is still giving gifts today. Today you can receive the gift of joy, hope, and peace that will cause you to sing and make music and clap your hands and shout to God with a voice of triumph. So we're talking about deck the halls. I believe that Christ came to restore joy to the state of Israel. We talked about how God came to save Israel and how God came to save us last week. But I tell you this morning that God came to restore joy to the state of Israel. Isaiah 12, 4 through 6 says this, that in that day you will say, give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, Make known among the nations what he has done and proclaim that his name is exalted. Verse 5 says, Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel among you. I believe that Christians should have something to talk about. I believe the followers of Christ should have, man, God saved me, he healed me, he set me free, he paid my bills, he gave me a job, he gave me a wife or a husband, he gave me children, God has blessed me, he has caused me to prosper, and I believe we should be shouting it to the nations. Well, how, what does that look like today? When we go to work, work, we should be talking about what God has done. When we go to school, kiddos, we should be talking about what God has done. Teenagers, I know that you think you're too cool, and you got it all together, and the whole world is looking at you. I understand that. Well, if they're looking at you, you should be making them look at him. Can somebody say amen? How about we make Christ the true focus of Christmas, not the baby in the manger, but the Christ of today, the Christ who has saved us today, the Christ who fills us with joy and happiness today let's talk about him let's sing about him let's make joy the the name of the lord man we should be making people want to be christians can somebody say amen you see jesus wants you to be happy if you're happy and you know it clap your hands if you're happy and you know it if you're happy and you know it and you're uh-oh, that's the problem. Whoa, wait a minute. That's, that's the problem. Because I see some of your faces and it don't look too happy. Let's try that again. Smile. Take a deep breath. If you're happy and you know it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it and your face will really show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet. If you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet. 
If you're happy and you know it, and your face will surely show it. If you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet. You're going to have to stand up for the next part. I'm sorry. Stand, stand, stand. We're going to pretend we're at the Catholic Church. You're going to sit and stand and sit and stand and sit and stand. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? If you're happy and you know it, turn around. If you're happy and you know it, turn around. If you're happy and you know it, and your face will surely show it. If you're happy and you know it, turn around. Yeah, give him praise this morning. You can be seated. That is a fact. Jesus wants you to be happy. He wants to bless you, man. He wants to cause you to be happy. Now, I'm not the preacher that preaches the gospel that Jesus is going to make you happy all the time and you're never going to have any sorrow, you're never going to have any trouble, and God's and, and trouble will never come your way because you're a Christian. But I can tell you this, that joy can find you even in the midst of trouble. God wants you to be happy. He wants you to be happily married. He wants you to be happy with your kids. Now, I know we serve a miracle-working God. He wants you to be happy with your teenagers. People used to speak over us all the time, oh, just wait till they become teenagers. I'd be like, oh, I'm waiting, man. We're about to have a party. We're about to have fun. I was a youth pastor. I was like, man, this is what I'm made for. And then they became teenagers. And we're having fun, and we're having a party. But there's days where I'm like, Lord, I need your joy to fill me. Is anybody with me? Okay. Sometimes I get out on a limb, and I notice there ain't nobody else there. God wants you to be happy, man. That doesn't mean there's not going to be troubles. There's not, that doesn't mean there's not going to be hard times. But I can tell you that if you are faithful to him, and you are faithful to what his will is for your life, there will be joy along the way. Number two, joy goes beyond circumstance. Joy goes beyond circumstance. Luke 1, 46 through 47 says this. And Mary said, my soul glorifies the Lord. And my spirit, listen to this, rejoices in God my Savior. When is this? This is when Virgin Mary is engaged to be married to Joseph and the laws of the land were very harsh in that time and this had to be a scary time for her. What am I going to tell my husband? What am I going to tell my family? What am I going to tell the people who are going to be naysayers? What am I, how am I going to explain the fact that I am pregnant before I get married in a culture that will truly even put you to death for such of a thing? And she says, despite my circumstance, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. In fact, when God came to her and said, this is going to happen to you, her response was, let it be done. And so we know that joy says this, it may be hard, but it's worth it. What you may be going through right now, yeah, it may be hard, it may be difficult. God may, listen, even Jesus, whenever he was about to be betrayed, he said, if this cup 
could pass from me. Look, he would, he would have loved to, for, for God the Father to have taken the cup from him. But his response was, but your will be done. So Joy says, yeah, it may be hard, but it's worth it. Joy says, it may look bad, but God works everything out for my good. So what you're going through, you know, we just talked about Miss Mary. Yeah, the doctor's report doesn't look good. But God works everything out for the good of those who love him. And so we stand firm on the word. And I can tell you when we're in the room with her, there is not sorrow. There is not despair. Her kids are singing at the, at the foot of her bed, singing that God is their defender and that God is their joy and strength. I'm telling you that God is wanting to do good for you. And it may not look good. Here's what I found out. Some of the biggest messes, I mean, it looks bad. It's just a mess. Turn out as some of the greatest blessings. Jesus was born in a manger in a stable where it stunk. It didn't look good. It didn't seem good. Here she is. She's already made a long journey, Mary, and, and, and she's pregnant and and. I, my wife has been pregnant three times, and she there's times where she just wanted somewhere to lay down. There's nowhere to lay down. They say, we got a stable for you. You know, it didn't look good. It didn't seem good. It didn't smell good. But the greatest gift that was ever given was birthed in the middle of the mess. I'm telling you, God can take your mess, and he can turn it into your greatest blessing. Can somebody say amen? Joy says... I may be tired, uh, but God renews my strength. So we got the three teenagers. We also have two two-year-olds. And there are days where it's just, God, I'm tired. God, I, I'm tired. You know, yesterday we came home after our, I'm telling you, is probably the best birthday I've ever had. I'm not just saying that, really. It was tremendous amounts of fun uh, for my birthday. Pamela took me away. She took me, she took me hiking. She uh, took me to my favorite. We like to do like bed and breakfast things and things like that. And, you know, they bring your breakfast right to your room in the morning. I mean, I'm telling you, she, she catered to me this weekend. We went to an escape room and we escaped. I never, I never done that before. That was really cool. If you don't know what that is, they lock you in a room and you have to figure out how to get out. I know it may not sound like fun, but it's great. It's great. We, we had a blast. We topped it off with a great visit with Miss Mary. Great weekend. We came home to babies who had been babysat by Mikey and Jasmine and Alex and Cecilia and uh, and. And that kind of thing. And I, I think that they might have gotten a little more sugar than we would normally give them. Might have stayed up at different times and, you know, whatever they wanted, they probably got. And um, and then we, we went. My wife took me and the big kids to a movie yesterday. And they stay with Mamma, And, you know, she's more, just a great Mamma, And, um. Uh, does as most mammals should do, uh, spoils, spoils them. And uh, we came home, and we had two wound-up kids. Last night, 
at bedtime, I was saying, Lord, I need you to renew my strength because I'm tired. Let me tell you, they crashed last night. I'm talking about straight up crash. Pamela put them in their beds. I went, I went out of the room, pulled up the camera that we have to, to monitor them in their room, and they were gone. They were conked out. They were, they were asleep and slept all night. And I was like, Lord, they're getting rest. I need you to help us to rest. There are times in your life where you're going to be tired. You may even get a little weary. But we serve a God who says that if we wait upon the Lord, he will renew our strength. And we have witnessed this as our family. We have witnessed this. You know, Pamela and I are not getting any younger. And, but we keep getting kids that are younger. And, and so, uh, you know, God has showed us that he will truly renew your strength if you allow him to do that. And we have been able to find joy even in the midst of circumstance. Can somebody say amen? Okay. Joy will search high and low to find the good in any circumstance. Let me say that again. Joy will search high and low to find the good in any circumstance. If you allow yourself to, you can find some good in just about anything. You can find some good. It's, it's around you. It's around you. In, your, in the middle of your circumstance, there is some good because I do believe that God says that he will work everything out for the good of those who love him. And so we believe in Jesus' name that joy will find it. James 1-2 says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. He's saying, hey, look for the joy. Look for it. Find it. Find out why am I going through this? What is the benefit out of this? How can God receive some glory out of this? I believe that God is wanting to bring forth joy even in the midst of your circumstances this morning. Number three, joy is contagious. Joy is contagious. Every day in Acts 2, 46-47, every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved. Now, here's what we like to talk about in Pentecost. We like to talk about speaking in tongues. We like to talk about laying our hands on the sick and they recover. We talk about how, how you know, just God sets the captives free and all this stuff. But really, the story of Pentecost is that believers found joy in being believers and started to enjoy one another. And, and the joy was contagious. And people started coming to the Lord because they said, there's something different about these people. It was contagious. They met together daily just to talk about the goodness of God and to praise Him and, and give thanks to Him. And they said, man, that, that is contagious. Yeah, man, I, I don't think Christians should be sourpusses. I think, I think when we walk into a, a room, the atmosphere should change. I believe when we walk into a restaurant, the waitress would say, hey, I want them. It should be contagious. People should be asking you questions like this. Man, why are you so happy? Why are you so blessed? 
they should be opening doors for you, man, to share the love and the goodness of Jesus Christ. Joy is contagious. I'm going to prove it to you this morning. It's one of my favorite things to do when I preach, one of my absolute favorite things to do. I want you to look at your neighbor. Look at him. Come on. And smile real big. Come on. Look at them. Look at them. Smile real big. Look at your neighbor. All right. All right. Look at your second choice neighbor. And since they're your second choice, you got to at least show them some of your teeth. I mean, I'm talking like smile. Like smile. Now, 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 the neighbor that you've completely ignored, and they're, they've wondered, they, in fact, they've looked at you a couple times and you weren't looking at them. That neighbor, I want you to look at them, smile real big, real big, come on, come on, smile, you might have to turn around. You know what happens? You know what I found out? We had, here's here's true story. Yesterday, wait, was it yesterday? No, Friday. We had a waitress that was just not very friendly at all. She did not want to be at work that day, I, I can tell you. She did not, it's like, it's like I ask a question, she's like, you know, just smarted off. And I thought, my first thought wasn't good. I'm just going to be honest with you. But you know what we did? We smiled at her and we said, man, thank you so much. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. I don't remember what I always said, but we just smiled. And the next time she came to our table, you know what she did? She smiled at us. It's contagious. A smile can go a long way. We live in a world that's so negative, man, and just, uh, you know, just the news. Nobody's happy. We, we, just, we just witnessed, you know, just... Just horrible day for our country where our president is impeached by the House. Uh, you know, just because nobody likes each other. You know, it's just nobody likes each other. Nobody can get along. president doesn't like them. They don't like the president. Nobody likes each other. You know, it's just a big fiasco, right? How many would agree? It's just a fiasco. Doesn't matter what side you're on. It's a fiasco, <laughs> right? But during that whole thing, I never lost my joy. I never, I never got worried or scared or anything like that because I know that God put him there. That's what the Bible says. He places people in, in authority. God put him there. And so if God put him there, he knew that this was going to happen. And so that God hasn't lost control of what's going on in our world. And sometimes we just need to bring a little joy to, the, to, to our surroundings. And, and so we did, man, all weekend. We just found people to just smile at. Just smile at. Just my and man, sometimes the reaction is kind of strange. People that don't know you, you just some of them look at you like, "Do I know you?" But almost every time, almost every time, you get a smile back. Joy is contagious. So here's what I want to leave you with: If the worship team would come, we're gonna. Hey, in fact, choir, you guys can come on back up. We're gonna just end with that song one more time. Deck the halls.
I know it's not spiritual. Go with me. Here's what I want to leave you with this morning. Christ came to show his love, grace, and kindness to the world. Here's the news. He does that through you. You. Somebody said, that's me. So if he showed his love, grace, and kindness to the world, and he does that through you, then that means you should be showing love, grace, and kindness to those around you. Christ came to bring hope, peace, and joy to the world. And he does that through you. Somebody say, that's me. So God is wanting you to show hope, to bring hope, peace, and joy to the world that you live in. And so my final challenge to you through this message is this. Make it your goal this Christmas to show the light of Christ to someone who, like Israel, is lost in darkness and is in need of a Savior. You are the light of Christ to the world. Can we be the light of Christ this Christmas? In fact, can, can I say it like this? I challenge you this Christmas to be the carol of Christmas. Christmas carols just bring joy. There's just a sense of joy in that. And I want you to be the sense of joy to someone around you this Christmas. Would you stand and give the Lord praise this morning? All right. You ready? Here we go. Miss Susan, I'm going to give you a second to get to, back to the words. Give Miss Susan a hand. All right. Are you ready? Deck the halls. Hey guys, Pastor Travis here with you again. I pray that you were encouraged by today's message. Also, I would like to invite you to check out our website at ucmagnolia.com. There you can see what's going on at the church and you can give online and be a part of what God is doing right here in Magnolia and around the world. Also, we would like to invite you to join us in worship on Sunday mornings at 1030 a.m. God bless you, and we hope to see you soon.